Welcome to Illuminate, a podcast to help you find your way through the light of God's Word. I'm CJ Hitz, and I'm joined by my wife, Shelly Hitz. And in this first episode, we simply want to lay the foundation for where we're going with Illuminate. Yeah, so this was basically an idea we've had for a long time. But we brainstormed a bunch of ideas and we just didn't know and life gets away from you. And the other day we had a day of prayer and we were sitting in the Every Home for Christ prayer grottos and CJ was praying and he said, God, I just pray you would illuminate your word to us. And immediately the Lord's like, that's the name of the podcast. Yeah. And so... You know, there's a theme scripture that we are using for this. It's the foundation for this whole podcast. And it's found in Psalms 119.105, which says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. And you know, the word for light in this verse is the word or, O-W-R. And it's, it's pronounced just like that, you know, like iron ore but O-W-R, and it means illumination, among other things. And so that's really the goal of our podcast here is is we want to read God's Word, we want to talk about it, and we want to allow the Lord to illuminate your life, you know, as we get into God's Word. Yeah, so this year, CJ and I decided to start reading through the Bible together using the plan with the New Living Translation Bible. And I had a separate Bible that's just a one-year Bible, and I just decided to write in it and to underline and circle and write in the margins. And there was something magical that started happening for me as the Word of God came to life for me in a way it never has before. Now, it may just be that I'm at a point of maturity, (laughs) that God is just really you know, speaking to me through his Holy Spirit and showing me things in his word. But there's been something powerful about just going through the word book by book, reading it, and then even discussing it together. Haven't you felt that to be true? Yeah, you know, Shelly and I have some great times where, you know, as we're reading, we just can't help but want to share something that stands out or maybe the way it applied to our lives. You know, from Genesis to Revelation, um, the Word is living. It's active. It hits you at different, uh, in different ways at different seasons in our lives. And so, you know, as we go through God's Word, and, and you need to understand that we're not necessarily going to go through the Bible chronologically. Uh, there, there could be, uh, a, you know, a system like that. But Shelly and I basically want to do podcasts where we can really point something out as we read God's Word, something that really stood out to us, something that really hit us, and perhaps God can use it in your life as well. Yeah, we really want this to be an application. What we're praying is that the Holy Spirit embeds every single episode and speaks to you directly for what you're going through in your life right now. So it's the Holy Spirit that illuminates God's word to us. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And we are just his vessels. It's not about us. We want this to be really laid back. We're not going to edit out the the little ums and ahs and mistakes, just because we want this to be real. We want it to be just laid back, like we're having a conversation over coffee and just sharing the things that God, God's word is giving to us and that, you know, the Holy Spirit is teaching us. Yeah. 
You know, uh, there's there's several things that, you know, as you read that verse, and I'm going to read it again, Psalms 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. And, you know, you think about different things in life. Uh, when you think of lamps and when you think of a path being lit up, but I wanted to share just a, a couple things that come to mind, and I'm sure Shelley has things that come to mind as well uh, when thinking of this verse. But one of the things we enjoy doing is visiting the Oregon coast. Yeah. And when we're on the Oregon coast, there's something we really enjoy doing that has been a, a hobby of people for years, and it's agate hunting. And agates are essentially rocks that uh, have some translucent color to them and, and you can find all sorts of uh, shapes of agates and colors and and you find them on the shores of the Oregon coast in the sand but you also find them in rock beds where streams come down uh, from rivers and and bring rocks down what happens is the rocks go out to sea during you know the high tide and then it could be years later when some of these rocks actually show up back on the shore and when they do come back they've been beaten in the water and there's just all kinds of things that can happen in terms of bringing out the mineral content and the best time to do agate hunting really is when that sun is shining when you have that uh, the best light of the day because as you're walking the beaches sometimes these these agates just show up on the sand almost like jewels reflecting the sunlight and you know I think of that regarding just even the light of God's Word and how our lives are being shaped and as the light of God's Word illuminates us there's gonna be all kinds of neat facets and colors that come out and you know with an agate one of the neat things you can do to really see if it's truly an agate is you hold it up in the light or toward the sunlight. And if you see that translucence, you know it's either the beginning of an agate or something that has been shaped and molded over, over quite a few years. And so it's really a, a, a neat gem. And they're not worth a ton of money. Some shops will buy them. But for us, it's just a hobby. It's the thrill of finding a treasure that anybody can find if they just look and open their eyes. And that's the same tr thing with scriptures, right? It's like, yeah. basically, we feel like every day as we read the word, we're, we're like treasure hunting. Yeah. <laughs> and with the light of the Holy Spirit, the light of Christ, you know, I mean, that illumination, it's like it just comes to life. Because, I mean, we've all had days, let's admit it, we've all had days where we read the Bible and it's just like boring or there's it's just flat. Yeah. And then we have days where it just jumps off the page. And that's the way it's really been for me this year, especially. It's just like jumping every day. It just seems like something is coming out. And that's where it's like we're treasure hunting for these agates. And it's really, we want to we want to pass on that enthusiasm and that passion and really just, you know, just um, stir up a hunger in you yeah. to go treasure hunting for yourself. We're not here just to feed you. Like you, you have enough content, enough information. <laughs> we live in the information age. You're probably in information overload, but we want to be vessels 
that are used by the Holy Spirit just to stir up this hunger in you. And yes, we really do hope you'll you'll leave each episode with something that really can um, you can apply immediately to your lives. But then even if it's just five or 10 minutes a day, digging in and looking for those treasures yourself. Yeah, just to uh, piggyback on that, that's really one of the main goals of this of this podcast is really creating those moments where perhaps you're listening. And again, Shelly and I are just talking about the word. You know, it's not going to be rocket science. It's right. not going to be any <laughs> anything that, is, that that anybody else can't do for themselves. And what we want to do is just again, stir up that appetite to where maybe you're hearing something, maybe from the Old Testament, New Testament, and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize that was there. Or, man, I haven't read that in a long time, but I didn't see it from that angle. And that's part of this whole thing is, you know, when you're going through in in, in reading the Word, sometimes things just stand out to you. A story that just seemed odd or something that you thought, man, this is in the Bible? Whoa. <laughs> and I think a lot of people just have misconceptions about the Bible. Maybe they they have said, like, like Shelley said earlier, like it's boring and I'm just not getting anything out of it. But we believe that with the light of the Holy Spirit in us, that God can illuminate the Word. He can open up your minds and hearts to receive the word in fresh ways. And one of the things that uh, that came to mind with me is, you know, I've had a running background uh, over the last 10 years and have, have run a lot of races, even a couple of what you would consider ultra distances. And ultra distances are anything longer than marathon. But the longest I've ever done is just a 50K, which is 31 miles. But there are people out there that run numerous hundred mile races. They're and crazy. Those, those are the really serious ultra runners. Uh, they're running hundreds. And inevitably, um, when you're running a hundred mile race, you're going to be running through the night because most people aren't going to be finishing, um, you know, in, in some insane, you know, 15, 16 hour time period where they they don't really need a headlamp. Most of these people are finishing anywhere from 24 hours to, man, 40 or 50 hours. That's a long time to be out there. And so one of the required pieces of equipment is a headlamp. And what's cool about a headlamp is you put that thing on. And of course, these days, uh, they vary in terms of their power and their lumens and, and how far out they shine. But the bottom line is you put that headlamp on so you can see the trail ahead. And that could be anywhere from 20 feet to perhaps 100 feet down the trail. You need to see what you're going to be hitting. You need to see what rocks are ahead, what roots are ahead, how the trail bends. Is it going uphill? Is it going downhill? Uh, All of these things are why a headlamp is absolutely necessary when you're running one of these 100 milers. And so as we're going through this together... You know, we are asking that the Holy Spirit would sort of be the batteries of that headlamp. You know, uh, over time, a headlamp's batteries do need replaced in terms of, you know, sort of being a, a, a repowered. And we could go through God's Word the, from Genesis 1 to Revelation uh, to the end. And, and if we're just going through this in a bland way, just reading it, 
without the Holy Spirit illuminating things, this thing really could be boring. And yet we believe that God's Word is living and active, and it is going to light our path ahead. And we're excited about that journey. Yeah. So I was studying the word, word, in the verse, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. And I really feel like that phrase, your word, is the most important part of this verse, really, because everything else depends on the word. Your word is the light. Your word guides my feet. Your word is the lamp. You know, all of that. And when I was looking that up, the outline of biblical usage in Blue Letter Bible said that it's speech, saying or utterance, words, and it's even business or occupation, so a thing. But I thought it was interesting. It's the speech, the saying. And the Bible is actually God's spoken word through his prophets, through his you know people that have written it down. But he still speaks today through the Holy Spirit to our hearts. Yes. And we can hear his voice. His sheep hear his voice. And so I just want to encourage you that many times, you know, the enemy may come with condemnation and say, oh, you can't hear his voice or, you know, what are you thinking? Like, you know, no, he doesn't still speak. No, he does. He speaks today. And one of the most powerful things I did started in 2009 was two-way journaling where I journal my prayers and then I journal what I hear God speaking back to me. Mark Verkler has a really great book, How to Hear God's Voice. And I've actually shared um, training um, based upon that. But I just really encourage you to be open and realize it's not just it's not just the words on the page, but it's also the words from the Holy Spirit. And then when I was studying that word light, which I love that one of the definition definitions we didn't even know this when we chose this as our theme verse is illumination, um, illumination, but. Um, it's the same exact word used as light in Genesis 1, 3 through 5, mm. when God said, let there be light. And we were kind of sharing this idea for the podcast with one of our friends, William, from church. And he was like, you know, it's so interesting. I've been studying a lot about light and how light was the very first thing God created. And it was the very, it's the, it's the very first thing many times that's needed before we can go further in other things. And so, Mm. you know, again, here's that light, you know, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. And so, you know, he is going to do powerful, powerful things in and through us as we allow his light to guide us. Yeah. I remember uh, years and years ago, uh, uh, a long time ago, uh, you know, I'm kind of dating myself here, (laughs) but uh, Shelly and I met at Anderson University in Indiana, and every year for incoming freshmen, they have sort of this... uh, Oh, what, what what did we call it, uh, Shelley? It was like the first few days of... Uh, it like was, orientation? Yeah, or it something? was like an orientation. And there's all kinds of, you know, you're meeting other freshmen. And and I still remember one of the things that we did um, in, those, in that first week was they put something all around campus that they called luminaries. And many of you are familiar with, with what a luminary is. And essentially what, what it was was just these these paper bags that uh, we, you know, it's kind of interesting now, 
Yeah, it seems like quite a fire hazard, but uh, <laughs> you know, you get these paper bags, and we'd put sand on the bottom of them to you know keep the paper bag down, and then w- there would be a candle that would be placed kind of dug into the sand down at the bottom of the bag, and then you'd light the candle, and it was just this cool effect where the bag would be sort of lit up. It would be a luminary, and we would place these bags all over campus along the paved paths that were all around the campus of Anderson University. And what a cool effect it was. I mean, you could be walking down what we called the valley. (laughs) Those of you that went to Anderson University know about the valley. You know, you're walking down through this beautiful uh, valley through the heart of the campus with some of the main buildings. And you have this paved path and these luminaries would just be all over the campus lining the paths and it was just to me a picture of how God's word provides this effect of illumination that allows us to enjoy a different atmosphere i believe the holy spirit's going to sort of change our atmosphere as we yeah. get into God's word And it lit up a path that you could see ahead, even when all of the artificial lights were were turned off and you lit up those luminary bags. What a neat effect all over the campus, Shelley. Yeah, and I love how, like, it's so practical, this, this verse, too. It's like, he's a lamp to guide my feet. And that word feet, one of the words in Strong's um, for the def- one of the definitions was journey, you know? And it's like um, one of the commentaries I was reading was talking about like that he guides my feet. It's like he's guiding my actions. So how many times have you ever felt like, I just wish I knew what to do? Mm. I just wish I knew what was next. What, 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 I, what, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? That's what God's word, that's what the Holy Spirit is there to guide us on this journey, every action, every step, one step at a time. Hmm. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I think that it's so interesting because um, there's another verse over in Psalm 37. Let me flip over there. And it talks about God directing our steps as well. And let's see, it's Psalm 37, 23. And it says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Every detail. I had a friend that she's like, Shelly, I go to my closet and I even ask the Lord, okay, what is it you want me to wear today? Or, you know, when I go to eat, what is it you want me to eat today? And as we've been reading through the the Old Testament again and about the temple, and we'll go into this probably in another episode, but... You know, me just thinking that my body is his temple and how like holy and set apart the temple was and all of these things. I'm like, it's making me rethink even what I put into this body, his temple and how I'm treating it. But, you know, he wants to to lead and guide every detail of our lives. But it says the Lord directs the steps of the godly. And I've heard one of my friends say that the Lord directs our steps, not our standing still. Hmm. And so sometimes you may be paralyzed in life and, and, and it's just, we just need to take a step, just get the car moving. Another one of my friends said, you know, um, it's much harder to steer a parked car 
(laughs) If you're parked, it's going to be hard to steer. But if you're at least moving, you know, then God can steer you and guide you. And so we're on this journey. We're on this path. He's going to guide us step by step. And I love that. It's so practical. I love that he cares for every detail of your life, every detail of my life, and that he is the lamp and he is the light. And then that, that word for path, one of the definitions in Strong's was to travel or traveler. And um, it's actually a noun, so it's not a verb, like travel verb, but like traveler. And I just thought, okay, let's, you know, reread that verse with those, you know, feet being a journey and path being a travel, you know, travels. Your word is a lamp to guide my journey and a light for my travels. And he wants to guide us. He wants to lead us. He wants to direct us. And I love, love, love that it is so practical. Yeah. And and guys, you know, you're going to find that as you get into God's word, um, you're going to see a momentum begin to take place. You know, you're going to begin craving that word. You're, You're going to see God moving in your life. In such a way that you're you're going to be looking to dig into the word at every time of the day. You know you're going to probably want to put a Bible in numerous places, and uh, we are very blessed in the United States to be able to have numerous Bibles. Um, and that's another thing I think we can do is we can we can gain an appreciation for having the Word of God, especially when there are some around the world that have to rip out a few pages Mm. and share that amongst a whole church. And of course, we want to see that change and we want to see Bibles brought to places all over the world where where the word isn't uh, already there. But you're going to see a momentum, you know, you're going to see that movement as Shelly mentioned, you know, with whether it be that car or uh, getting up and moving with our feet, that momentum, uh, momentum of moving forward and we're, we're really excited about that because uh, we're just two people that want to talk about God's word and see what he does in our lives and yours. Yeah so just kind of in closing I just wanted to mention that there has been so much power for me. I've been a Christian since 1992 so a long time. Is that 26 years? <laughs> CJ's better at math than me. And um, that is 26 years. Yeah, 26 years. And I will tell you this last year, the word of God has come more alive to me than it ever has. And I think it's the combination of reading it, but then also writing in it, writing my notes, writing my questions. Like if a question pops into my head, I'll just write it in the, the column. And I never felt a full freedom to write in my Bibles before. But what I've done is, you know, this year I told you I'm using like a one-year Bible, but for this podcast and like just going forward, I purchased a journaling Bible. And what that journaling Bible does is has really wide columns. And then you can just have a Bible, you know, that you can write in, feel, you know, whatever Bible you have, I encourage you make that tactile connection. There's something powerful. You know, I mean, it's great to read on your phone, But there's something that kind of is still disconnected, whereas, you know, whether you're journaling in um, a notebook and writing some of those things down or directly in your Bible, it's really been powerful for me. So I just want to plant that seed and recommend that if you're also, you know, that type of of a person. Yeah, good stuff. Well, we are winding down at the end of this 
first episode of Illuminate. And I just want to close in prayer and then send you on your way uh, as you delve into the Word of God yourself. So let's pray. Lord, uh, we just thank you so much for uh, this this day that you've given us. Yes. Lord, we thank you. It's a day that we can dive into your Word and see something perhaps we haven't before yeah. or read something in a way that we haven't before. And Lord, we ask that you would illuminate minds, yeah. that you would illuminate lives, Lord, all around this world. I pray for those that are listening in, that you would guide their steps, that you truly would uh, be that illumination that allows them to see the path ahead and to stay on the right path. Lord, yeah. I pray that you'd pour out your wisdom, mm. pour out your understanding. Allow us to dive into your word in such a way that it just comes alive. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would open our eyes and ears. May we have ears to hear and eyes to see what you're, you're saying to your church today. And I just thank you for what you're going to do ahead. And uh, we, uh, we give you all the glory and the honor, Lord. And we ask this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for listening today. If this episode has whet your appetite to read God's Word, we've got a free gift for you. I want you to download my free ebook, Fuel for the Soul, free at illuminateshow.com. Once again, that's called Fuel for the Soul. It's a little ebook that you can have for free if you go to illuminateshow.com. Let's live illuminated lives. This is the Illuminate Podcast.